brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, guys. Welcome to a special edition of Lazio Lounge. Special edition because we're going to talk about a match that Lazio is going to play Sunday. I'm Vittorio Campanile and Alessandro McKenzie. I don't remember who's playing against Lazio this Sunday. This is the second episode in a row you've forgotten now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big run derby, second of the season, but... Uh... You know, going into it, I think the circumstances have changed a lot since the last one. I mean, most of us will remember the last one quite clearly because we were so unlucky not to win it, hitting the post four times. It was a bit of a crazy game. But now, Vittorio, you know, the circumstances, I don't think we would have ever expected going into this, where we're in a position where Lazio can go 10 points clear with a game in hand. So this is a huge opportunity. Yes, it's a huge opportunity for Lazio because, as you were saying, no one expected to be in this position at that at this moment. Um, people is talking, is still talking about Scudetto. We already talk about that, but at the same time, Alistair, arriving at the at the Derby, so favorite, I'm a little bit scared to be honest with you because we <laughs> know that these matches special is completely different from from the other and usually who arrived to this match not favorite let's not forget last year last year then they win it so i am really scared about this match to be honest with you yeah i know what you mean there is there is a tendency in this fixture that the team um out of form can get a result um like many derbies for that matter and that's why you get so many cliches about derby matches, like throwing the, the form book out the window and all this. But, I mean, we we do have reasons to be confident. Let's let's get that straight. I mean, not only are Lazio on an 11-match winning run, um, but if you compare that to the situation Roma find themselves in coming into this game as well, that team not only are not in great form, um, having lost two of their last three league games um, and then losing again in, in midweek against Yvette in the Coppa Italia uh, and had already get, got knocked out by halftime. But they have been decimated by injuries as well. And I think Paolo Fonseca has been a bit unlucky with how many injuries they've picked up this season to key players. Diawara limped off in that game. He's their latest one. But, you know, Zaniolo, Pastore, Mkhitaryan... Perotti, 
Zappacosta. I mean, they're missing so many players and they're not in great form. So this is, like I say, the opportunity is there for Lazio because in all honesty, I believe that with the opposition they're up against, Lazio essentially just need to go out there and continue what they've been doing and they sh- that should be enough to get a result. Yeah, I think you saw a couple of matches of Roma this year, right? Uh, what's the impression? Because I thought they finished well last year. They, we saw some improvement from the team, but they started this year very badly. They lost two matches at home. Um, Funny enough, I think they are unbeaten away, but the performance at the Olympico is terrible. So I think you saw them only at the Stadio Olimpico. Yeah. What's the impression? <laughs> they, 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 I mean, they, as I said, last year they were playing quite decent. This year they started really badly. What happened? Is it only injury for you or something else? Yeah, I mean, like you say, I've, I've been covering a lot of their games for work, not for pleasure, I should add. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, clearly, I'm a, a, a good luck token for Lazio fans, given, like you say, that they've not been excellent. But um, yeah, I mean, I th- the first thing I'd say is, I think, uh, since Fonseca's come in, the, the atmosphere has been a lot better than it was, you know, under Di Francesco last season. And then Ranieri was obviously just a kind of uh, caretaker to, to tighten things up and I think Fonseca since he come in it has actually done a really good job of um, instilling a certain style of football because considering how often he's had to chop and change that team it's quite impressive that they are still playing in a discernible way um, the problem they've got is that that style of football involves moving the ball around the pitch very nicely um, they can pass very well. They have uh, quite a few decent creative players. Lorenzo Pellegrini has been excellent this season, but they're not very clinical at all. They've really struggled with that. Eden Dzeko's not been playing at the same level that they've become used to. And defensively, they're still fragile. I mean, they're not quite as fragile as they were under Di Francesco when they were kind of suicidal last season. But they, they do leave themselves exposed too often and they are also um, still susceptible to, to letting in very soft goals. And we've seen that twice already in the last week um, against Genoa last weekend. The goal Goran Pandev scored was just a, a speculative ball over the top. It was so easy for him, really. Nice enough finish, but he shouldn't be getting that space. And then... In the game last night against Juventus, especially the first goal, Florenzi just went went missing. And and Ronaldo had so much time that he was even able to collect a pass that was behind him, gather it, then start his run, then cut inside and shoot. And to, to give a player like Ronaldo that kind of space and time is, is pretty poor. So I think, uh, yeah, it, they have been unlucky with injuries. I think they they are a different team when they've got their full strength selection available, um, but they are also a dangerous team. And I do wonder what kind of Roma we're going to see because they'll be seeing this as a potential turning point in their season. You know, they're scrapping tooth and nail at the moment to try and get in these Champions League spots. Um, and this this is a real chance to put in a performance in their home game in front of their fans that can 
kind of turn the corner. And if they can do that with so many absences, I think that can push them on. So, like you say, when it comes to the cliches, I think you have to beware the the wounded beast a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. They have a huge chance. Uh, you know, beating Lazio would change the season. Um, talking about them again, the the players that scares me more are usually Kolarov and Seko of that team. And seeing the last matches of Roma, I, I thought they had a huge dip in form. I think Kolarov is like 50% of the team when he's playing well. He's very dangerous on free kicks. Uh, I think at the beginning of the season, pretty much every goal Roma scored was coming from his foot. And I saw him against Juventus, but even in the last matches, he was playing poorly. And that's, for me, one of the biggest reasons why Roma is struggling. And the other one, obviously, it's Zeko, because if Ciro Immobile is fundamental for Lazio for different reason, I think Zeko is their, the only striker they have. We, we saw Kalinic. <laughs> He's terrible. Uh, so even seeing Zeko playing that bad uh, is one of the reasons why uh, Roma is struggling this season. Considering that Zaniolo is injured, probably, apart from these two, the only player I'm really scared of is Pellegrini. Yeah. So, uh, I yeah. think... I think uh, Lucas has a, has a really big job on his hands to make sure that Pellegrini doesn't take control of this game. Because lo- looking at the two teams, I think that the midfield is going to be where this game is won or lost. Because you have an opportunity here to really take control of that midfield battle with Alberto Milinkovic and Lucas. They've got three players who are very technically gifted and really can seize control of that area of the pitch because Roma, like I say, are depleted in that area. They've got Jordan Veretout, they've got Lorenzo Pellegrini who will be looking to, to try and dominate themselves. But I think Lazio's midfield are the, are, are the superior group of players and you know, that that could win or lose this game. Yeah, I think the biggest question mark talking about Lazio is how how is Luis Alberto? Because I think this season we saw a Lazio with Luis Alberto that is playing great football and another team without the the Spaniard. And uh, even though against Napoli, Lazio didn't play that bad, there was a huge difference uh, because Luis Alberto wasn't playing. So... Uh, he's, he trained, he should be fit to play, but we know he's not 100%. So I think probably Luis Alberto is, is the game changer for Lazio. Uh, obviously, having even Correa will help. And, uh, you know, Milinko Savic can really decide uh, the match for Lazio. So, uh, as you were saying, midfield is going to be the key for Lazio and we, uh, for the match. And we have to say that at the moment, probably Lazio's midfield is probably one of the best in in Italy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, we've we've had a few questions today from followers on Twitter, so thanks for everyone who's who's got in touch. So we can start having a look at some of them now because while well, you're talking about these guys, because Massey was asking what's going on with Luis Alberto, is he okay? And Ibrahim Albetti was asking about whether we'll see Correa in the derby or or not. So. Do you want to do the, the medical bulletin, Vittorio? <laughs> yep, Dr. Vittorio. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Well, Luis Alberto uh, is, is going to play the derby. There's no doubt. He trained today. He trained yesterday. So... Uh, he's gonna be able to play. I think that Luis uh, Inzaghi is doing a little bit uh, what what he normally does with Rado. He's trying to uh, preserve the player for the for the for the campionato, and that's why he didn't call him for for the for the Coppa Italia. Uh, Correa played against Napoli, so we were all convinced that he was fit. But it looks like the day after he he had a problem, and this is due to the lovely pitch of San Paolo. We already talked about it in the last episode. Uh, but today he trained as normal, so I think he's good to go. The big question will be: Will Caicedo start the derby and Korea come in in the second half, or will Inzaghi give a chance to Korea to start from the beginning? But I think from the medical point of view, they're both uh, fit to play. So I think it's going to be a tactical decision from from Simone Inzaghi. And we saw, Alistair, that Caicedo did quite well in the derby. So uh, mm. this could be an option. Yeah, I'm tempted to think that that's what uh, Inzaghi is going to go with, actually, um, is starting with Caicedo and using Correa off the bench. Um and like you say, I think given Caicedo's records, I, I don't think that's the worst idea. Um, and given the support that that front two can get from a full-strength Lazio midfield, I think that it could be a good idea as well. And Correa, you know, he's an absolute nightmare of a substitute to, to face. And, you know, at the start of his Lazio career, he was that's what he was being used as more than anything else was a kind of impact substitute and he could be very effective doing that from time to time. So I think if there's any, um, you know, any fears about his fitness or his capability um, of lasting a game, I think it makes a lot more sense to me to be, to be bringing him off the bench later on in the game than, than using him from the start because Caicedo's a real handful. Um, and I think he can get the best out of Immobile because he can occupy those defenders. For for all Roma's weaknesses, their their central defence this season of Mancini and Smalling has been pretty strong. Um, so I think if Caicedo is there and he can try and bully those guys a bit, you know, draw them in, um, win some fouls in good positions, you know, create space for Immobile to play in, um, it, it could be could be a, a good route to go good route to go down so yeah we'll see yeah even though i i can agree that smalling is playing well i i don't agree on mancini i saw him in the last couple of matches and he didn't convince me at all so funnily enough he was actually better when he got moved up to midfield yeah so absolutely he has been in, in defense but uh I, I agree, I agree. He's making too many mistakes, too many free kicks he's allowing. So, 
again yesterday was it yesterday against Juventus? He 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 was sloppy on the second goal, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So so no, I I, I don't rate him that much as a, as a defender, much better as midfielder. But yeah, Roma has players missing all over the pitch, so it's gonna be interesting to see which formation uh, Roma will choose. And talking about starting eleven, Alistair, I think there is a question mark in Lazio defense because yeah. Ramos didn't play very well against Napoli this year. He played, he made a big mistake against Brescia. Do you think Inzaghi is going to pick Patrick instead, who's going to be playing on the right side of the defense of Lazio for the derby? At the derby. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of surprised that he played the, you know, the kind of favored back three in, in the Napoli game. I thought Patrick might have got a run out there. Um, obviously, didn't. And then we've already said in our review of that game that it was it was disappointing that there was another another individual error from Felipe for that opening goal and I think that's going to be weighing on um, Inzaghi's mind a bit that those two errors have been decisive and they've also come quite close together you know in the space of a couple of weeks this month it's it's hard to say um, you know uh, whether that's right or wrong, I suppose, because he'll, he'll have a closer eye on it. He'll know how it's affecting the player as well, which is something that we don't know. Um, but I, in my mind, there's no doubt that Felipe is a better defender than Patrick, is the thing. Um, but Patrick has become quite reliable. You know, it's it's been a while since we've been able to really complain about, uh, about Patrick. Michael, last, uh, last podcast, was talking about his... His tendency to win games when, uh, well, not on his own, but the games he plays, Lazio tend to win. So it's not become as terrifying a prospect as it used to be. But for me, I would still keep faith with Felipe and um, and and play him from the start. To be honest, because I know those mis- the mis- mistakes were costly, but I don't think it's the time to punish him. What do you think? There are some question marks, I think, because we we all said that Ramos would become a very good defender if he wasn't stopped by all those injuries he had last year. This year, we have to say that apart from the beginning of the season, he was pretty much always fit, and we saw him starting more matches than than usual. Um, and I think in December I said that he was one of the best defender of Lazio. Then he made those mistakes. I don't know if it's lack of concentration, probably, overconfidence, I don't know. Uh, the question is, uh, is Patrick a safe choice? Maybe Bastos could be playing at that point. Uh, I'm not convinced that Radu's going to start because usually he never plays two matches in the in the same week. So I don't know if maybe Inzaghi is going to shift things and uh, put Bassos on the left side and uh, maybe Patrick on the right. Um, Do you think so, really? I mean, that would be a, a huge, huge upset if he did that. I yes, mean, but but last time that Radu played two matches in, in the same week, I don't remember that. In Europe League, he never played. So that, that's a little bit 
a yeah, little bit. Yeah, but often that's because the Europa League is on the Thursday and the game's on the weekend, whereas this time if the game was on the Tuesday, you know, there is a lot more recovery time between it from the Tuesday to a Sunday. It's not quite a week, but it's not far off. It's a bit different. I don't know. I don't know. Even the, the fact how Rado feels too much the derby could be one of the reasons of this behavior of Simone Inzaghi. Plus, last year, Bastos played well in that position. So, I think it's an option. I think it's an option. Well, Bastos has two goals in two games. So, if we're wanting to win the derby, let's get our <laughs> most unformed striker in there. Um, th th we've had a few questions about how Lazio approach this game. I think it seems to be something that, that's interesting people quite a lot. So, I'll read out some of the comments we've got and tell me what you think. Um, first of all, Steven Scarpula said, as the goal is top four, could Simone be more tactical and settle for a draw? Or play on the counter-attack as Merda need the three points more? Then we've got um, Sean McNeil, who said... Midweek form comparison is positive and we don't do well playing not to lose. So we have to go in full steam, no? It's one of those games that means more than just the table position. And then finally, we have Stefano Federici, who says, given the imbalance between the sides, Roma with a huge injury list, etc., do you think Lazio could win by a record-breaking margin, i.e. 4-0, in the year of breaking records? So I got three quite different, um, you know, questions there, but kind of about the approach to the game. One of which suggesting that it could be enough to settle for a draw. Another one saying that we're not good at doing that and we need to go full in. And the other one confident enough to suggest that we're going to break a new record and by with the winning margin. So I suppose what what do you think about that? What what do you think is Lazio's best approach to the game? Uh, I agree with Sim. At, at this moment, I don't see this team able to play for a draw. Uh, so Lazio have to try to play to win this match. Then, obviously, you know, if that 10 minutes till the end of the match and you're still uh, with a draw, then you don't have to push till the end because the table is very positive for, for Lazio. But at the same time, winning against Roma at this moment. I don't want to say too loud, but it, it would mean Champions League probably because if you if you go ten points ahead of the third of the fourth team, uh, plus you still have to play another game against Verona, so you could potentially go plus thirteen. Uh, I don't remember Atalanta against who is playing, but you know if Atalanta would have lose. Uh, Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It would be a huge gap. Let's not forget that Lazio will have other match at home after this. So really, not losing Sunday would be good. Winning would be amazing. Uh, Stefano is right. Lazio could really win for a huge margin, but it's a derby, so anything can happen. I think Roma will try to give everything they have even more. So I think the the first half will be very complicated for Lazio. Obviously, if it was Juventus against Roma, then I would say, yeah, Roma, Juventus could try and, uh, you know, win 4-0, 5-0. But in a derby, uh, you never know how things happen. But I don't believe this team is able to play for a draw. Uh, Lazio could play counter-attack, but it would be a risk to, to give too much space for Roma. So Lazio have to try to play for a win, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like I said right at the start, the way I see it is that Lazio really need to just go into this game and do as well as they can to treat it no differently from any other. Because it's been very encouraging, like we've been saying, the way that Lazio have been winning games in so many different ways during this winning run. And part of the reason for that is that they keep playing in the same manner. And, you know, the performance levels have, have differed. They've gone up and down, but they've always been true to their same system, their style, and then the belief kind of carries them through at times as well. And I just, I really don't think um, they should be thinking, actually, about the opposition too much. I think for a game like a derby, it's very easy to get swept away in all the individual battles on the pitch and the permutations and so on. But... I think Inzaghi's job essentially here, the biggest job he's got is to keep these players away from all the all the kind of hype and all the media pressure and basically the, the whole circus that surrounds this fixture every time it happens in Rome. Um, because their best chance of winning, in my opinion, is by just keeping their heads clear and continuing doing what they've been doing all along. Yes, one thing about that, uh, it's very important that Lazio doesn't play the derby like they did with Stefano Pioli. I don't know if you remember. Uh, Lazio, under Stefano Pioli, played the derby like it was a friendly match, and the result was terrible. Uh, if you remember, when Lazio was in that incredible winning streak that and Felipe Anderson was looking like Messi, we were able to not win that derby, uh, even though we were too... 2-0 ahead uh, and the return derby we, we lost it 2-1 and then the year afterwards I think we lost both of them and without playing great football so especially playing without the fire in the eyes you know the eyes of the tiger so yes maybe don't focus too much on the derby etc but you win the derby only if you fight on every single ball and you have you come to play to win it, not you know just to to play football. Because uh, in the in the Rome derby, especially, uh, who wants to win more usually wins it. And I still remember the, the Lazio Pioli was a better team 
but they never won the derby. So that's important yeah. from Inzaghi. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you need that, don't you? You need that fire in the eyes. You need that passion. Um, but that's not everything. I think people can get overplay the importance of that sometimes in this in these fixtures. Like you say, Radu players like Radu can feel it a bit too much. We don't want you know needless fouls being given away. We don't want stupid bookings or red cards being taken. Things like that. This team is 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 so gifted, so talented, and you know everything is really pointing to them winning this game. Um, but in order to do that, they have to keep their heads calm. I don't think, you know, it, it's a fine balance to strike between getting the right levels of emotion, fighting for every ball, running harder than you would in any normal game, and then ill-discipline. You don't want it to descend into ill-discipline in a match like this, but like you say, you want to be winning all the individual battles. That's that's the most important thing. Um yeah. Even because, Alistair, this is probably the first derby that it's not so important for Lazio in the in the way. Last year, Lazio had to win it to keep alive the chance of the Champions League. Same thing two years ago. This year, even, even, even if I don't want to think about it, but even if Lazio loses this derby, still we have great chance to reach the Champions League position. Still. So... I don't know if this may help players like Rado be a little bit more calm, more relaxed. Even Lulic is probably in the same situation. But, you know, thinking that uh, even for Roma, to be honest, even if Roma loses this derby, I think they still still are favourite to reach the Champions League. I think uh, what Hungarian Laziale asked, do you see this derby as definitive for the two season team season? No, I don't think so. Because I think that Roma and Lazio are favourite for the last two spots for the Champions League qualification. Uh, Atalanta is starting to struggle. Uh, Milan is far away, etc. So I think this is probably the first derby that is not so relevant for, for the table. I don't know if you agree. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say that because uh, were Roma to win this game... Um, it, you know the gap is cut to four points, and yeah, of course that can be then widened again by by beating Verona. But I think that, like I've already said several times, we are at the exact halfway stage of the season at the moment, and um, you, you know you you it is possible to have a very different second half of the season from the first. And I don't see any reasons from the way this team is playing at the moment for that to happen. But I don't think that um, we can get too confident about Champions League qualification until, you know, we're in the final stretch. And we're not nearly in the final stretch. So I think that in many ways this is uh, defin- definitive for the two-team season because, you know, Lazio winning this game... I think would make us very, very hard to catch. It's it's not going to seal it for me, but it's going to make it very hard for, for the other teams to catch us, especially when Atalanta still have Champions League knockout games coming up as well. Um, and for Roma, you know, I don't think this is a definitive fixture for Roma. I think it's going to be massively helpful to their cause to win this game. But their real battle at the moment is more with Atalanta. So 
that head to to head is um, for them looking more definitive than than this fixture is. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But obviously, obviously, if if Lazio wins, then don't want to say the race is over, but it, it's a big leap for for Lazio. But at the same time, Roma is not done because. Yeah, the fight this year is not against between Lazio and Roma. It's between Lazio and Roma and Atalanta. So uh, the, it, Lazio could draw the derby, and if Atalanta loses, we, we increase the distance uh, between the fifth. So that could be interesting. I mean, that that's the most important thing. Well, Ibrahim Alberti even asked us if we win the derby, do you think that we have to think about the Scudetto? Is it that important? Well, I think it, it depends how you win it. I think if you win 3-0 or something like that, playing great football, then obviously the confidence of this team will increase. But, you know, Inter is signing uh, Ericsson now. Uh, Lazio's not signing anybody. So I think the gap is getting wider, it's not reduced. So, I'm not convinced Lazio can fight for the Scudetto. Yeah, I mean, having said that, it is quite an interesting weekend coming up because um, Inter have got Cagliari at home and I would expect them to win that even though they've drawn two in a row now. Cagliari have been on a bit of a slide. But Juve have to go to Napoli and if there's one game that's going to get Napoli really up for it, it's Juve coming to town. Um, I went to that fixture last season and it was one of the most hostile atmospheres I've ever experienced in my life. Um, And this Napoli team, for me, aren't good enough to beat Juventus, but were they to do that, that would suddenly put Lazio in a point where they're a game in hand away from going on top of the table. Um, And that would be very interesting. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's not something for me that that we should be talking about at all until March minimum, because realistically, there's like you say, with other teams strengthening, uh, the resources they already have compared to Lazio's, I don't think it's realistic to expect that they're going to challenge for the rest of the season. But we get into a point where we are actually sitting on top of the table, then people are going to have to start, I suppose, taking taking that question quite seriously. Yeah, I mean, anything can happen, and you always play with 11 players, even if you buy other 25. So you have to see how Ericsson adapts to Italian football, etc. The problem is, we saw it already this year, uh, in some occasion, Inzaghi didn't have that many options on the bench, so this is the biggest concern. I think we all agree that the starting eleven of Lazio can beat any single team. Juventus, Inter, Roma, anything, any team. The problem is when Miniko Istavic is missing, when Luis Alberto is missing, and so on. That, that's where you see the weaknesses of this team. Uh, so, uh, obviously, if Lazio starts... <laughs> continue winning every match, then obviously, yes, Lazio will win the Scudetto, but uh, I don't know how long will be possible. But it's true that Lazio is playing a lot of matches in a row at home, 
and uh, the goal is to make more points possible at home because let's not forget that the last two will be away so you know it's better to achieve the target the goal the Champions League position earlier than than later to avoid even what happened two years ago yeah absolutely I think that's essentially it is that when you're in form like this you just have to ride it as long as possible and rack up the points as much as you possibly can so that when the uh, the dip comes because it always comes at some point you've built yourself enough of an advantage up um i wanted to ask you as well you know on the back of we, we talked a lot about um during the napoli game the fact that we weren't very happy with the refereeing um what do you think about Calvarese being given this game? Is that um, an appointment that you've got any strong opinions about particularly? Well, he's the referee of the Supercoppa, so uh, that's that's a positive sign. I know that everybody remembers the fact that two years ago, three years ago, he didn't pick the Christmas presents from Lazio. That was really annoying and concerning. But up after that, I think Lazio had good memories with him so uh, I think that's positive yeah I saw earlier on that his record with Lazio was actually <laughs> really good in our favour I mean it's Lazio won 15 games drawn 3 and lost 3 with Calvarese refereeing so that's quite quite encouraging I mean yeah obviously the Supercoppa being won is is, is, uh, is a fun memory too but then again uh he didn't send off Matuidi in that game when he probably should have. So, But anyway, I think what you need in this match essentially is someone who is commanding enough that they're inexperienced enough that they're not going to get influenced by the crowd and they're not going to get uh, swept away in the emotion of the occasion with players shouting at them and you know all hell breaks loose. I think you need someone who's mature enough and calm enough to, to cope with the situation and hopefully he is capable of that given that he's been given big games like the Supercoppa. Yeah, let's say that any ref apart from Tagliavento, Giacomelli and Massa, I'm happy. <laughs> they have proved to have big problems with Lazio, so, you know, it was important to avoid them. We already had Massa in Coppa Italia, I think that's enough for the season. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, the, the, the biggest... My biggest problem, Alizer, coming to this derby is that the rational side of me say Lazio's coming from an incredible streak, playing great football, even though against Brescia they didn't play great football. In general, Lazio's playing great football. Roma is struggling. Yeah, they beat Genoa, but they weren't convincing. Against Juve, I thought they, was, they were awful. So Lazio should easily win the derby. The problem is it's the derby. And so often we saw Lazio arriving as a favorite and play badly. So I don't want to get too excited or too confident because it happens already in the past. So, you know, my, my one side of me thinks it's going to be a win. The other, it's really, really scared because uh, in the derby, often we saw Lazio not playing at the level. Even the, the derby of September... Lazio should have won it and was a little bit unlucky. A stupid mistake of Milinko Isavic for the penalty that changed the match. 
you know, the first 10 minutes can can change the match. If Roma goes ahead again, then, you know, instead of trying to win it, you have to try to 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 find the equalizer. So everything changes. Uh, every match is different. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's my biggest concern. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I think that probably most fans are feeling that way, um, even if, you know, the, the, the form tells you otherwise. But I think something that does give me more confidence about this this time is the fact that this team, I think, really plays plays on confidence. And the fact that they, in the last two derbies, hammered Roma last season um, 3-0, which is a record, and then this season were so unlucky not to win the game. Even if it did finish as a 1-0 draw, I think there was no debate about who the better team was. And I think the fact that they put in those two performances in the last two games will give give them a lot of confidence. And I think that in the past, perhaps teams have been a bit shaken up, a bit nervous about what, what they're up against. And even if they are on good form, knowing what the opposition are capable of and so on. Whereas this time, I think this team are going to look at that and say, well, look, we've come up against them those two times and you know they've they've not been up to it they've been an inferior side to us um and i think you've seen that already this season with juventus you know juventus came to rome got blown away and then the super Coppa came around and last year like well okay we'll just do the same thing again because <laughs> i think they are genuinely kind of fearless um in moments like that I hope this theory is right. <laughs> it is only a theory, but I think that this team does does rely on confidence a lot, and they should hopefully have a fair bit of confidence from the way that they've played in recent derbies. Yeah, even the fact that I don't see a, a, a real leader in the Roma team at the moment, someone with experience that, you know, bring the team, uh, put the team on the shoulder when they're struggling... I thought Kolarov should be that type of player, but I think he's not fit enough to do it. So, But again, it's a derby. Anything can happen. Don't want to be too too much optimistic because I don't want to be too sad <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, I know. I think we all feel that way around this time of year, but... Uh... I was thinking about asking you for a prediction, but maybe we should leave the predictions. No prediction after Derby. Okay. Please. Do you have a stats to, to wrap it up? Uh, I do, actually. I got one from trusty Lazio Page earlier. Um, you should pay them. I know, I should. just ripping them off all the time. But I am also promoting them, and I keep telling everyone to go and follow them because they are really good. Um so go and follow Lazio page, uh, listener. Um, but yeah, they, they come out with this one, which I thought, you know, it's, it's, an, it's uh, another reason to be confident as well, because I suppose it's about Derby experience, like I was just talking about. Um, so they basically came out with this stat that in terms of Derby appearances over the two squads, um, the number of games played by current squad members, uh, Derby games, Lazio have 116 and Roma only have 78 which is a huge gulf, actually. I suppose it shows the difference now that De Rossi and, and Totti have gone from that Roma side. Um, and if you're interested, Radu is top with 18 derbies, then Lulic with 16, 
Um, Florenzi's on 13, Parolo 12, Jekyll 11. Um, it goes down the list, but yeah, I, th- I think that's 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 quite encouraging. You know, you've you've already got players as well, like Milinkovic Savic is on nine, Immobile and Strakosha are on eight, and Bastos is on seven apparently. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, strange to think in a way. Um, for, well, it was to me for some reason, but they're beyond the obvious ones like Radu and Lulic. There's a hell of a lot of Derby experience in this team already. Yes, because Lazio didn't change that much like Roma did, right? In the last couple of years. All the top players, if you take Felipe Anderson and Keita, all the top players of Lazio are still there. So I think this is one of the reasons why they have all this Derby experience. Yeah, and one of the players on this list as well is Kolarov, who's, you know, obviously yeah. represented both clubs. So, uh, um, yeah, exactly. I think that it's it's another benefit of keeping keeping the team together is that we don't have too many players in the squad who are going to be overawed by the occasion because they've been there and done it already. Yep, I think this is important. Even though I could I, I could say that. Rado and the Derby and Lulic sometimes lose control, even though they have huge experience. Yeah, hopefully not this time. No, hopefully not. Alison, thank you again for joining me. I hope you follower appreciate this special Derby podcast. And we're going to talk about Lazio after the Derby. Very, very important match. Thank you again, Alistair. Cheers. Till next time. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.